Hey there, and welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. My name is Brittany. It's been a while. I am so grateful to just be back here, even though I'm not with you with you. I feel that I feel as if I'm with you. And I am so thankful for this time off, this hiatus to press into my time with God, to spend some downtime for myself and with my family and with my friends. So it was a really good time. I pray that it was the same for you. So Courageous Radiance, this is your place where you will be equipped in God's word and encouraged um, through scripture, just page by page with just relevant truth, life application, life application-based truth for our busy lives. We need an anchor. We have to have an anchor in order to stay in the direction that God has for us. And that's really a, an application that doesn't even just apply to spiritual lives, our spiritual world, but it's it's honestly relevant truth that applies in general. So whether that's career, I can think of how I need to be anchored. If As a student, you know, if, if you are uh, an adult student, a younger student, I have students in this home, you know, you have to buckle down and, and get anchored to your studies and, and to what you're focused on. So it is an application that we need to apply. I feel like we're probably, I'll speak for myself, I'm, I'm more apt to apply the principle of being anchored into something more with regular life than I am with spiritual life, yet scripture aligns to an anchor in God, an anchor in Christ, uh, starting with Hebrews 6, 19. And Jesus is our anchor. He is our anchor. He is our hope. He is our truth. He is our daily bread. It's all about Jesus. So in this year ahead, I just want to start off with and just hit the ground running with, this is about Jesus. This podcast is all about Jesus. It's taking Jesus in the scripture and making him life application applicable for 2023, 2024, 2025. I mean, it is timeless truth from cover to cover, book to book in the Bible. And I wish I would have seen that, okay, Jesus isn't just something that I just sing about. I just do on Sundays. I just dress up for on Sundays. I just go to this church event. But Jesus is what I do on Monday, Tuesday, all the way to Sunday. Like, it's not just something I turn off and I turn on in certain times, certain relationships, certain conversations. I do Jesus. And I want to encourage you to have this level of connection with Jesus as well. So for 2023... Courageous Radiance is going to nestle Courageous Marriage. So if you've listened to any of the podcasts um, with my husband, Eddie, we have had, you know, a few of them, enough of them. And we're really deeming the second week of the month, which is this this week, as Courageous Marriage. So every second week of the month, it is all about marriages, Courageous Marriage with the Dixons under the umbrella of Courageous Radiance. And week four is Courageous Parenting. I have three children that um, we are raising in this house. We have a, an older child who just turned 20, which is crazy, um, outside of the house. Um, but yet, you know, we're still an influence too. So we have four children and we have nieces, we have nephews and just, you know, godchildren. Y'all, so parenting is just what we're doing in this season. 
whether directly in our home or just in our life relationships with other people. So Courageous Parenting is the fourth week of the month, and I'm so excited to have uh, my dear friend um, Nadine with us the fourth week of this month. So little um, just kind of outline for where we're heading moving forward prayerfully. I took a lot of time with just clarity of what, God, what do you want me to do? And that actually leads me to a question. Have you had that conversation? I hear a lot of people talking about their word, talking about their vision, talking about what they're doing, this vision party, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that if we're going to live in distinction from the world, that our life has to be done. Our decisions, our conversations have to reflect Jesus and not the world. So our goals are not just me-centric goals, but the centrality of our goals is all about God. And that's not necessarily that you're going to go to, you know, theology school or, or something like that, or go get some type of biblical studies degree. I'm saying in what you're doing every single day, what you're, what are you trying to achieve? Where, where are you heading? Is, is this what God has called you to? Having these type of questions that the Holy Spirit is ready to answer you may not answer it right when you want to, um, but the prayer and the faith is still to say, God, this is this is what my desire is. This is what I think my desire is, because surely my desires change all of the time. But this is what my desire is. Is this your desire for me? Hey, God, this is what I'm thinking you're leading me to, but is this what you have? So doing it with God, seeking God for clarity, and then doing it with God, being willing to have our expectations possibly not aligned with what we want because we're so engrossed with what God wants for us and knowing that his truth is the better truth. So that leads me to this week. It's supposed to be with my husband. I mean, talk about flexibility when you are a wife and when you are a mother and just when you think about, you know, your own health, my husband um, is sick this week and is not able to be on this podcast. So there's a little bit of a change. We were going to talk about just the difficulty of navigating um, marriage when you have the burden or not so much the burden. I mean, it is it is burden, but when you have the experience of infidelity. Um, so I don't know if that's anything that you've experienced, whether you yourself experienced it, maybe through your parents, you lived through that, maybe it's through your best friend or just you've heard of it. How has infidelity touched your life? I would love to hear from you about that so that next time um, we're on this podcast together, which would be um, the second week next month in, in February, we're going to tackle that. So I would love to have some questions that anybody might have. You can send me a message on Instagram. Are you following the Courageous Radiance Instagram page? Um, you can also email me, go to the blog, CourageousRadiance.com. Uh, join the email list. Um, I would love to send you some um, some updates, some freebies every single month just to help you with your anchor, help you with your equipping. We are studying the book of Judges this month um, together. So I have certainly heard how other people, I love hearing, you know, some of me they're doing John, they're doing um, BSF, they're doing Romans, they're doing Bible recap. I love it, love it, love it. Listen, scripture is, you know, you do what God has called you to do. However, if you don't have like anything to study, if you're not really sure where to start, I would love you to join us in Judges. So we are actually reading 
um, Judges 3 this week. So, so where today is heading is just more so an update of where Courageous Radiance is. And then just lastly, where I am. I have really had some tough conversations with God about feeling overwhelmed and feeling like I need to do it all and feeling like I need to not only do it all, but do it all well and have every right answer and be there for person. And then when I'm not there, or if I happen to forget something or not do something, I feel like a failure or like how I can't show up. And why didn't I think about bringing this person coffee or tea or a meal? Or why didn't I go sit with this person? I mean, my mind runs like an engine constantly. And it's either telling me what I'm not doing enough of, what I can do better, or planning things in the future. And God is calling me to rest. And not just rest, go take a nap, go to sleep, go to bed early, but rest in him, spiritual rest, rest in my mind, resting in his finished works, rest and rest and rest. And it's never going to be enough. And when, if that's your bent, my bent is to not rest and to try to overachieve because I'm running after something that's like really impossible, I I guess. I, I don't even know quite really what I'm running after. I think I'm running after peace and I'm running after achievement to feel as if this is my worth, you know, a worth-based uh, uh, hamster wheel. And I know I can align 20 scripture where my worth really is, but actually doing it does not align with it. So what I wanted to just share as I'm reading in Judges one of this big themes is of obedience so far, just Judges 1 through 3 so far. And man, I love that God is so clear. I mean, give me the non-sugar-coated, just black or white, you know, type answer. But it's like, you have not obeyed me, so this is what's going to happen. You have obeyed me, so I'm going to be with you. I'm going to give this battle to you. I'm going to favor you. I'm going to equip you. I mean, it's like obedience disobedience, obedience, disobedience, favor, not favored. And I know that that sounds very elementary, but it really isn't because we don't do, we don't do it. I don't do it. Right. I might know the right thing to do. Like, so I know I should rest. I know that God is enough. I know that I am trying to achieve for something that is impossible, yet I'm not. So yeah, my obedience or disobedience compared to the Israelites and judges is not that I'm running after um, the things that I'm not worshiping Baal, you know, or, or, or some other foreign God, but my God is in my self-reliance. My God is in my own muscle. My God is in the letters that are behind my name. My God is in how much money I make. My God is in how well my kids are doing. Did they win the game? Do they have all A's? Are they saying, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am? And everybody gives me the ooh and ahs. My God is in my following. My God, I mean, literally I'm listing all of these things that yes, aren't an obvious calf sitting on my mantle. But when you look at my life, when you listen to my conversation, where and what is my God? And God is really dealing with me that, y'all. And and the thing that's hard yet good is I needed to hear it. I asked the question for God to expose it. And man, was he willing to give it. <laughs> and so I needed to hear it. Um, but then you've got to put the obedient steps to start to strip away and to turn away and repent from that behavior. Um, 
I was slowly drifting, slowly drifting into my way. So what I wanted to lastly read, completely opposite judges, um, just in location in the Bible, Hebrews um, chapter two, verse one, it says, for this reason, we must pay attention all the more to what we have heard so that we will not drift away. You know, and just even how it starts for this reason. So then immediately I'm like, well, for what reason? Let me go to chapter one. You know, let's 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 read about let's let's read about what happened. And it's really Paul talking about the superior the superior superiority of Jesus Christ, if I can talk, compared to to angels and and speaking about you know, that he is, is that he is God, that we're going to look to Jesus, that Jesus is God. There is no like, well, Jesus is equal to angels. Jesus is lower than angels, which I'm not going to get into that, but that completely refutes, you know, some religions, but Jesus is God. And, um, but for this reason that Jesus is God, that Jesus is eternal, that Jesus does sit at the right hand of God, the father, that Jesus is interceding and that Jesus, that we're resting in Jesus for this reason, pay attention. I circled, highlighted, underlined, and exclamation point all in my Bible. (laughs) You should see it. We must, that word must pay attention all the more. Like it's almost like, why didn't it just say pay attention? But we must pay attention to what we have heard so that we will not drift away. And man, I feel like so many times I lose my attention span. It's hard for me to even just make a grocery list and to finalize grocery shopping because my mind starts thinking of other things. And that helped me remember that, you know, it, it's it's a discipline. Staying focused is a discipline. And whether I'm disciplining my body, I'm disciplining my spirit, I'm disciplining my mind, it is a discipline. I'm not going to land on righteousness. It is something that I'm going to be disciplined to do. I'm not going to land on faithful obedience. It is something that I'm going to be disciplined to. Sure, I can read my Bible all of January, but what about what about June 4th? Am I doing it then? Sure, I can hop on my Peloton and rock that out, you know, but it, it, did I finish even all the way to March? So it's like, I don't want us to just start off 2023 on fire for God, for our kids, for our health or whatever it is that your goal is. But I, I a, pray that you, I really want to inspire you to really make sure that you align your goals, even if it's reading the Bible. Let me just stop here for a second. Even if it's reading the Bible, because I am a doer and I will have the tendency to pray less sit less, hear less, but man, you should look at my Bible. Color-coded, highlighted, circled, exclamation, star, asterisk, all the things. All of the things, because it's easier for me to do that. I feel like I'm doing something. It's easier for me to serve. It's easier for me to go serve some other person than it is for me to sit with the Lord. And why? Why? Why is that discipline? Because I... If I'm not careful, I'm just fully transparent here. If I'm not careful, you know what? For me and my foolishness, it almost feels like prayer. And my church is in a solemn assembly this week. It almost feels like prayer is not enough movement. 
And I feel like, I feel like I could be way more productive if I'm running. I feel like prayer, like, I mean, what productivity is happens sitting on a chair or on my face? I mean, you know what I mean? I'm just a hundred percent just being honest with you. So I'm struggling. I struggle with it. I struggle with my time with God. And, but first things first, you know, if I am going to say that God is the centrality, the epicenter of my life, how can I expect not to drift slowly? Because it's never just going to be one day I wake up on a Tuesday morning and I'm like, uh, God, I'm good. I don't really do you no more. Like you messed up, jacked up, disappointed me. Like, uh, I'm going another way. I, maybe some people, but I would beg to differ that. I think a lot of people, it's a slow drift. It's a slow, you know what? You started off on fire and then it just got harder or it just seemed more distant or you weren't seeing the results or it feels like you can do way more work by just going to church, serving, serving. But then when it comes to your quiet time with God, when it comes not even just to to studying God's word, please study God's word. But I'm saying, let's make sure that we are really staying attuned, listening with our ears to what God is saying for us to do for this year. And, and, and allowing ourselves to find the discipline, the discipline in honesty, the discipline in faithfulness, the discipline in so many things, because it is going to be in that obedience, going back to Judges, that we're connected to the favor of God and not favor. Cause I want you to get a car or get a purse or get a keychain. No, that stuff comes and goes. That's temporary. I'm saying the favor, even if you are in an unchanged situation, an unchanged marriage, a child who's still special needs an unchanged health diagnosis, I'm saying favor that God is covering you and protecting you. So again, different week, not quite courageous marriage, but still just kicking us off with what's going to happen for this year ahead. Um, we are on at Courageous uh, Radiance for our private Facebook group. I would love for you to join as well as Instagram. Praying for our spouses starting today um, all the way through next Monday. So for the next seven days, I would love to email you these prayers. Um, please reach out to me. And y'all, I'm just really, I, I really want, I'm so excited for the growth and, and, and just how anchored each woman is going to be and just how amazing this is going to be, not only for just you, but think about the ripple after you. Think about those who you touch, whether it's one person, 10, 20, 100, thousands. I'm saying that your anchor affects many and it glorifies God.